Welcome to Booze and Banter. We're all friends here. We like to talk, drink a little talk, and have a really good beer. Beer. That's what we do Tuesday nights because we like to hang out. Booze Banter. Booze Banter. We never had no clout. I've never had no doubt. What's up, guys? Welcome to Booze and Banter, episode number 58. So excited for all of you to be listening. It's 58. Yep. Damn, dude. <laughs> and we are going to start this episode, like all the others, with some happies and crappies. Fields, take her away. Take her away. All right, fellas. So up on the personal note, you know, I'm over here. Having a good time, had some people over, met, hung out with some others, you know. All good in the hood, all good in the hood. Um, that's about it for personal stuff. I have some other stuff, but that's all I got for personal. I'm all good in the hood. Are you good under the hood? No, actually, under the hood, it could use some maintenance. You know, oil changes haven't been happening as recently. You know, it's 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 kind of beat up under the hood. But as long as you're looking on the exterior. It's shiny. That's and that's just what sells, like, baby. That's just like Pimp My Ride. They don't change anything about the car but the outside, and everybody gets so hyped up. You know, X to the Z exhibit. He's out here yeah, just dude. hyping that shit up. Like, you on that show, if you say, like, oh, yeah, I kind of like I kind of like smoothies, and they'll be like, oh, you like smoothies? And the whole car will be customized. You have a, a blender in the in the trunk, and then you, it's just crazy. And you're like, oh, it does... Does it get good gas mileage? You're like, gas? It doesn't even run, but look at this thing. You can tour around the world. It's so fucking true. All the cars that they made in that show, I would not drive a single one of them. They're all so fucking ugly. It was ridiculous. It's 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 ridiculous. That's all I got to say, but that whole show is ridiculous. It's so, that's what MTV based their whole brand off is ridiculousness. Yep. That's basically ridiculousness at this point. That's awesome. Baka Jabbar, what you got? Um, for happies, I think uh, we finally found a nice place to hunker down at next year, or uh, right now after the end of this month. Uh, brand new apartment building on 10th Street in Fargo. Uh, nice double stall garage heated. Nice and big, brand new, everything. So, uh, sent in our applications, and um, we'll get a pretty much the pick of the crop with the whatever unit we want because there's only one person living in the six units they have available. So, it'll be nice to ha- finally have a place. You know, we've been looking for a while. So, well, it's been um, how- tough. You've been living on the street, and you had to go to libraries through the podcast lately. So, I'm glad. I level up. Well, I- I thought you were just fully moving to Iran. I thought you were good. I didn't think you needed an apartment anymore. I thought they hooked you up. The prices are nice out, out there in Iran. It just wasn't my, you know, I, I wouldn't miss family too much, you know. Um, yeah. But took um, you a week and you missed everybody that much. No, took, wow. you, that's it, bro. You got you guys mean too much to me. Wow. I got a, I got one question. When's the last time you've been to Big Lake? In the, how, or how many times have you been to Big Lake in the last five years since you moved out here? <laughs> uh, so how how much do you really miss the family? 
Hey, the family, wow. vi- the family visits me. It's a different situation. All right. Don't hey, don't don't go digging under my hood because I asked what's under yours, dude. <laughs> How about you mind your own bobber? <laughs> Big Lake. Big Lake has been on the news lately, too. It's it ridiculous. Embarrassing when people ask me where I'm from, and I have to say Big Lake. Maybe I should have brought that up. I'm sorry. It's, it's too soon. Too, too soon. soon. Too soon. Um. Well, uh, crappy. I don't really have a crappy. I've just been really busy at work, which I expected. And, uh, yeah, so that, that'd, be, that'd be it. Oh yeah, <clears throat> that's not I'm gonna bad. Take her. I'm gonna take her away. Uh, for my happy, uh, brewed some beer last night. Got a hazy IPA coming. It is well a split batch hazy IPA. So another two gallons of hazy IPA coming, mainly because I just had yeast and grains and stuff lying around. So we're gonna have a lot of beer soon, and I don't have enough kegs for all the beer that we're gonna have. Um, Start so drinking, great. baby. Yeah, and then. Uh, I also got my second COVID shot, so I'm I'm a fully vaccinated up. I got the 5G's inside me, so that's fantastic. Uh, I was crap I was though. wondering why your internet connection is so good nowadays. Holy oh hell. yeah, dude, my internet connection is spotless now. Ever since I got that in me, it's just been good. It usually radiated around Ashley because she was fully vaccinated, but now it's just all over our house. Um, but one has to stay upstairs, one down. And then uh, for my Crappy though, that shit makes you feel ter- made me at least feel terrible after the second one today. Yeah, I woke up, felt awful, and I just was like, I'm gonna work from home today. So I worked from home, and yeah, working from home when you feel terrible is just as bad as working in the office when you feel terrible. So don't <laughs> lie to yourself. <laughs> that is all for me. All right, well, I, <clears throat> I've been there and done that very recently and and it it does fucking suck i was really questioning even going going to work and i and i ended up doing it and i think it it didn't really help i mean it really was just time was the only thing that that did it i mean did you feel better around like lunchtime or it was around like five i started feeling better oh not that long work was over yeah basically when i could like lay down for a minute and just like close my eyes and actually tend and to work. your needs <laughs> yeah just like relax the headache for two seconds and then i started feeling better yeah nice or All is right. that when you started sipping your first beer of the day that is not no this is my first beer right now well let's see should i start with the happy or the crappy i think the crappy crappy all right, all right well to be quite honest, today has been a drag. Um, just work was, I mean, constantly there was shit popping up. We, I, and it's all money related to like, oh, we need more money for this. Somebody forgot this. Somebody didn't do this. So then I'm getting all these calls about what the fuck do I got to do because we're missing a bunch of windows on one of our buildings or we're missing a, oh, just a lot of shit that was like, and of course the our project managers are, are kind of gone right now too. So everyone's just coming and leaning on me for all their issues um so just a lot of the first half of the day for work was just rough and then also i mean yesterday we got the mail and i mean we got every one of our bills on the exact same day which i mean bills are bills you got to pay them but on top of that we got our 
our more had utility bill from when we lived at our old place too and we didn't get the bill we didn't get the bill from Moorhead for February to March because we moved at the end of March and it got sent out and it and we weren't there at the time so it's February to March and we were unaware that we had to fucking cancel our utilities from Moorhead so it was February to March and then also 3 weeks into April that we didn't even fucking live there so, holy shit that's yeah. tough so I called so, uh, I called them and I fucking yelled at this I didn't yell I I raised my voice a little bit to this lady that works at Moorhead Utilities, like the city of Moorhead. And I know it wasn't her that billed us, but I was basically, you know, like, why the fuck am I paying for this this heat and utilities and whatever? I didn't even live there for, you know, like this entire time that I had to pay this. And so, I mean, we just got like just double to triple the the amount of bills is what we had expected to just all come in on like the exact day too. So we, we just got, I was like, Oh my fucking God. And on top of all the shit I had to do with work, it was just a drag. I was like, Oh my God, this day has just been a shit show so far. But yeah, I do remember having to go into that little office in the mall and canceling your utilities every time you out of an apartment in Moorhead. See, I've, I've moved out of like four different places and I've never had to cancel my utilities. I don't know if maybe like, my roommates did and I was unaware, but knowing my roommates, there's no way that they would have been the ones to do it. Like usually that for sure would have been me and like moving out of our house. I don't know if like, I mean, I guess the, he's the homeowner, so he's going to be responsible for it because it was renting a house and not an apartment. But I mean, I've never, never had to do it. So like, I just didn't even think anything of it. And then, yeah, I got a bill and attempted to attempt to fight it and didn't really happen. So yeah, Moorhead is honestly the worst when it comes to utilities and things like that. Like, they don't give a shit. They just want to get paid. And oh, I <laughs> Lived in Moorhead for a long time in every single place ever. It always That will always happen to you. Typically, hopefully your apartment person would tell you. Because that, that's the only way that I could, would know that I had to is because they, they sent out like a little memo or they told you, make sure you cancel. Maybe you got one of those laying around, or maybe not. Well, so no, she. So when we moved out, we went through our walkthrough, and she was like, "Make sure to cancel your auto payment for your rent." And then she was like, "And also deal with your utilities." And I was like, "Well, I didn't know what that meant necessarily because I've never had to I deal with my deal with them. I'm not here. I'm deal with it. Boom. Well, yeah, that's why I was like, well, and I, Jen and I were talking to, and I was like, I mean, have you ever? Jenna's never had to do it either. She's never had to like." cancel utilities so i was just like i i don't think we have to do anything like i don't know what we even have to do so and obviously we did but yeah so just a drag of a day fine i'm really glad it's pretty much over with i mean i didn't pay off all of my bills i'm gonna wait until the very last day just because i'm being spiteful right now so (laughs) but uh take it to small claims court uh, yep yep exactly but uh (laughs) other than that um, I'm a little, I'm over it now. I mean, clearly I'm still a little bit salty about it, but, uh, I mean, it is what it is. It's gotta get fucking paid sooner or later. And I mean, I'm just gotta pay it. Uh, so, but happy was that, um, I, uh, got to go home. My mom actually was not there, but, uh, I gotta go home because my, one of my buddies got married and I gotta see, uh, him and, and a lot of my old friends from, from town and their parents and stuff who I, haven't seen in a really long time and i mean i really i'm pretty close to all my friends families and stuff so 
uh, it was just good to see all those guys and congratulate him on his on his marriage and all that stuff and and did some dancing and and of course some some drinking afterwards and uh, just got a had a good weekend overall. It was uh, it was fun. Jenna was out of town. Everyone was pretty much out of town, so I I also followed suit and went to the wedding and had a blast. So so did you hear any music at this wedding that you're gonna add to your uh, wedding playlist? Uh no, actually I was uh I wasn't disappointed by any means on like the first dance choice or or father daughter or anything like that. Although father daughter stuff always does get me. Like it is just like super sad to me. And like when when dads at weddings like crack like just crack up and so I can't I can't that that is my weak spot my little Achilles heel. That makes you sad. Oh yeah, it does, man. It makes me so sad. Does it make you sad? Or I feel like that makes me like. Well, it's like happy. Oh, it's like a happy sad. Like I'm not like like like. I mean, (laughs) pussy. (laughs) Yeah, imagine crying at a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Fog knows exactly what it's like. That's exactly I know, I know it's brother. Like. <laughs> it's exactly how it is. It just it gets me. It's one of those things. It's like that and um uh like veteran homecomings. Those are my two weak points, man. I'm telling you. Like all those videos of like veterans coming home and they're like children all just like I don't know, freaking out. I don't care about the dogs. Some people show the videos of their dogs like freaking out cuz they're super happy. I give two fucking shits about that. But when they the veteran homecomings wow. get me too. So, we don't hate so, dogs on uh, Booze yeah. and Banter, by the way. Yeah, so it's this it's official. Dog. Cole Not Lawrence doesn't give a fuck about dogs. Okay, and Nick. For, oh my god, about you're you not seeing your dog for a year when you're a veteran? I guess you. I mean, children is different. I mean, yes, I'd be super excited to see Piccolo if I hadn't seen Piccolo in a while. But still, like, post. I'm not gonna post a video of her reaction. <laughs> I. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Will Smith should have killed the dog in I Am Legend so much faster than he did. <laughs> See, that would have been the first, first thing I did. That's his only friend. Yep, exactly. Boom, you're dead. My lab rats are my friends now, and that's it. <laughs> the other thing is, it was his only oh. friend, but it did lead to his downfall, too. It, 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 it killed him. There's a little bit of a segue. Oh, a little bit of a segue here. Labrat just reminded me of like smart people. Did you guys see about uh, Mr. Bill Gates today? Yes. <laughs> yes. This Bill, is my boy Bill. Great. I'm I'm on Team Melinda. Dude, I don't even know the whole story. I just saw the headline. All I read was the headline. I didn't dive into it. So I'm a little curious if you guys have a little more intel than I do. Bill and Melinda's foundation is cracking. <laughs> See what I did there? Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Their foundation is cracking and they're no longer going to be married. They are getting a divorce. They're following, you know, that Bezos trend. And uh, <laughs> it's got $150 billion that he has. And him and his wife did not sign a prenup before they got married. So therefore, he's got like a fucking army of lawyers that he has hired to make sure that she only gets, you know, 15 billion i'm assuming instead of like <laughs> half <laughs> which okay. poor girl i i don't i don't feel bad for bill this at all because when they got married bill was already the richest man in the world he he wasn't like coming up he was already the richest man in the world when they were married 27 years ago so, so at that point that's on you billy 
That's on you. You know what you're getting into. See, I think the thing about it was Bill finally met somebody that could halfway stand his presence. And he was like, no prenup, we're getting married. And come to find out, 27 years later, she was never able to stand him. He was too smart. He's too rich. And okay, it, it also proves money does not buy happiness. Dude, two of the richest guys in the world, Bezos and, and uh, fucking Bill, both of them have gotten divorces. Or, or money buys happiness because they realize, I have this much money and I'm not happy. Guess what, baby? You're out of here. I'm going free rogue. Jeff Bezos' new wife is way more attractive than his old wife. Let's say that. Or not new wife, new girlfriend. I don't know if I'm married yet. But I'm just saying, if Bill in the next year is not wearing a fur coat, top hat, and a cane, walking around with like a, a diamond-studded cane with like 15 strippers on his arm, he's living life wrong. He has the world ahead of him. What is he, like 60, 70? I don't even know. But this man, it just he's birthed an opportunity just to live out whatever he ever wanted. He, he had the family life for 30 years, right? He has the kids. It was all good and had fun. What is that not worth $100 billion? He did it. He did everything he wanted. Now he's free. Now he has – If he, let's just say he gets rid of $100 billion and he only keeps 50. You still got $50 billion. And <laughs> – and him and his ex-wife, they have that pledge to saying they're going to give away all their money when they're dead. Might as well give away half it now to your wife and just be like, I'm rolling with the last 50, baby. Whatever the last 50 billion gets me, that's what I'm doing. And I'll be dead in five years. Screw it. They were saying that no matter what she ends up getting, if it's over like $10 billion, she will not be able to spend it in her lifetime faster than it will make money. Which is exactly. just so crazy. Like uh, Jeff Bezos's wife, when they got divorced, he, she got fifteen billion, right? And she, I think, she gave away like five of it instantly, but, like yeah. the next day. Yeah, and they said, yeah, she already made that back because when you have that much money, I mean, you put in at least a billion dollars into Dogecoin. At <laughs> least right. this man's been on the Dogecoin bandwagon you stabbed me like three times the past week saying hop on this shit look at my robin hood account it's crazy because it's not a good time to hop on but i i had 10 free dollars of dogecoin because robin hood was trying to get me back so i took it we're at 30 dollars already oh, <laughs> imagine if if bill puts in 10 million 10 million that's it a pocket change into dogecoin you know imagine how much where that's gonna be worth tomorrow Dude, Elon Musk is hosting Saturday Night Live this week, and he's sending Dogecoin to the moon. All right, let's go. If if this peaks over a hundred bucks, I'm only able to take out ten dollars less of what I made off of it because they still want their ten dollars. Well, I'm gonna feel so good. Yeah, so greedy. I could take out twenty bucks right now. That was like actually a free twenty bucks because I got a fucking gift card for it. If I were you, I would just keep doing that. Every time they give you free ten dollars or something, ride it out, take your money out, and then don't don't use the app. And they're gonna give you some that, ten more dollars. Ride it out, take it out, baby. This that's is exactly what I. Strategy. That's exactly what I do. So I saw a YouTube video. It said put fifty cents into Robinhood, and then wait it out, and they will give you a free coupon for something. And so I put fifty cents in. And I got ten dollars of Dogecoin. I felt hot, hot, hot. <laughs> I didn't know I'd do that. That's kind of. It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice of Robin had to do that for you. 
Oh, well, I think all the crazy-ass people that lose all of their money has definitely allowed them to do that. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Stocks only go up. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I think Dogecoin is crashing this weekend, and I'm going to be negative $10, and I'm going to have to pay Robinhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be sad. They're going to fucking crash it. But, yeah, so anyway, back to Bill Gates. Um, I am definitely thinking that Bill Gates is going to do some crazy super project now. Is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation going to be dissolved? No, no. Uh, they put out a joint statement. Like, when they announced they're getting divorced, they both posted the exact same thing. And it, it was whatever worded out what saying you mean that. You mean their publicist posted? Yeah. Yeah, but in there it said that they're going to try to keep the foundation going or whatever. I, I'm i not sure how hands-on they're going to be together with it, but it's still – they got enough money to keep it going even if they're 7 billion miles away. You know, it's, it's one of those things. It's going to keep growing, I feel like. Well, I think that she basically ran that shit, so – Yeah. I've, does he – what else does he do other than philanthropy at this point? Like he doesn't do anything with Microsoft – he doesn't do anything, probably won't, with Bill and Gates. Like, now he's just rich. Like, that's it. Well, he's been just rich for 27 years, at least. Yeah, a very long time. Well, when did he sell his shares for Microsoft, I wonder? <clears throat> I'm not sure. That's a good I question. I don't think he has. No, I think he's out of Microsoft. Really? I think so, too. Yeah. I think, like... I think he was out of Microsoft before uh, What's-His-Nuts died at Apple. Steve Jobs. Steve 2008. Jobs. Yeah. 2008. Yeah, so really? Steve Jobs. Yeah, because I, if I think I remember right, like the computer races, Steve Jobs technically won the computer race because he stayed with his company. Well, 2008 is when he stepped back from day to day, and then I, I'm getting all these ad blockers I can't uh, get through So he's, le- he's legit got just all his money it's not liquid <laughs> i but, think a lot of it's probably pretty liquid oh it has to be there's no way you can just roll with like 150 billion in in just like your account or whatever wait so 2020 was the year he completely stepped back well because he was on the board until 2020 he stepped back in 2008 from day-to-day operations and stayed on the board until 2020 and now he's divorced one year later i think that kind of that kind of happens quite a bit when you're working all your whole life and you don't see your wife every day and all of a sudden boom you're, you're there every day with your wife and you guys haven't seen each other like that much since you first started dating i think that's when things start happening you know in the relationships i mean you could definitely be a life coach for the gates and you could tell them that like you'll life coach them for just a billion dollars and you can get their marriage back together yeah like lifetime deal billion dollars lifetime deal like that's yep. one payment of a billion dollars i'll work I'm only working 40 hours a week every day, every week, but I'm there every day, every week. If you have a billion dollars, you would have to put your money in so many banks, it would be unreal. Because most banks have have billion dollar limits. I would have to buy so many mattresses to stuff that money into. Like, my house would be full of mattresses. (laughs) Banks? Who's trusting banks nowadays? (laughs) You couldn't even put a billion dollars inside of a house. I would... I would Walter White that shit. It's gonna be in my ever. It's gonna. I'm not gonna have insulation. It's just gonna be pure money in the walls. And then I'm gonna get. 
those oil containers and fill that up with money, dig a hole, you know, right? Memorize the coordinates. I've seen enough Breaking Bad to know what to do with your money and what not to do with your money. I, I really think we need a bigger bill. Like, if, if all these people are going to become billions, billionaires. You call it the bill after Bill Gates. It's a billion dollars. And then we need a Schoolhouse Rock song about it. <laughs> yeah. I am I'm a very... Uh... I'm in very firm agreement that uh, I don't think somebody should be able to be worth a hundred billion dollars. I'm sorry. Who the fuck? Hey, catch me on the catch me on the other side, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so the height of a stack of a billion one one hundred billion one dollar bills. So if you had a hundred billion in one. Dollar bills. It would be six thousand seven hundred eighty-six point six miles long. So, okay, Bill, first, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say feet. So, I was like, oh, over a mile. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Bill Gates' net worth is over ten thousand miles long in one dollar bills. What are you looking up? How long ten thousand miles is? No, I was looking up how long. How, what's the distance between the Earth and the Moon? Yeah, you need a couple more, couple more hundred billions, but. You'll get there sooner or later. Two hundred thirty-eight thousand miles. That's when you start like putting billions into like quantifiable things. Like it is ridiculous. Like people throw around billion all the time, not even really knowing how much it is. Not saying that I don't, but when you actually start putting it into like, I don't know, like amounts of this or that. Unless it's like sand, then you're like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, every time people are like, if you had a jar of sand, there's, like, however million particles in there. I'm like, of course there is. Yes, that totally makes sense. What's crazy it's- to me is there are more trees on Earth than there are observable stars around us. Do you guys know that? Or no, no stars in our yeah. galaxy. That's what it is. Wait, wait, wait. Observable stars in our galaxy or stars in our galaxy? I'm Look it up. I'm pretty sure it's stars in our galaxy, not observable, because observable is... Yeah, I think it is that. I think it is. That would like, make sense. Observable would be a lot smaller than. Yeah, but I just remember reading it and thinking, no way, because there's like there's so many stars. But then I like I looked it up and I did a little more research. Clearly not enough because I don't even remember the fact of it. But so so there's a hundred thousand million stars in the ga- in the Milky Way galaxy. In our galaxy alone. Did you say a hundred thousand million? <laughs> hundred. Fa- that's what it says on Google. A hundred thousand million. That's so what it says. a billion. No. No, no, no. No, a billion how... is a thousand million. So a hundred thousand million. So a hundred billion. A hundred billion. No, 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 no. No way. No way. No way. How many? <laughs> I how many not... millions go into a billion? That's the question. Thousand, a hundred. Anyway, wait, wait, no, it's a hundred million. You're right. You're right. A thousand, yeah, a thousand millions are in a bit <laughs> one billion. Yeah. So why the hell is this saying a hundred thousand million? <laughs> I, I, not, think, I can't do this. I think oh the uh, the AI is broken on that Google search, <laughs> and we're gonna have to flag it for Google. I gotta look. I gotta use. I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> Just look up how many trees are there on Earth. Yeah, I've watched this number be pitiful, and I've been way wrong this whole time. I will say before I go to the tree thing. Um, oh, 
Oh, there's a lot of fucking trees. Uh, if you if you have a one by one square full of sand, that's a billion grains of sand. Wait, See? wait, cubic, cubic. And that makes sense. It. it wait, where I got? I have so many tabs open now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it says one foot wide in each direction. It doesn't say how deep though. Oh, it's got to be a cube then. That's the one foot, one foot each direction. It's got to be one deep, one wide. One... Yeah, but that could be one layer of sand, or that could be because it's one no, foot it, wide. It would, one foot one, no, it would be one. Think foot of it: foot. one foot this way, or one foot this way, and one foot that way. Three yeah, dimensions. That's not, that's it not is what this is saying. It's, it's, it's only saying way. two dimension, each direction. So yeah, okay, yeah, cubic. So still, that's a billion grains of sand. Back to the trees. <sighs> There's a shit ton of trees. <laughs> so I'm going to say, this is the first stat, there are 422 trees for every person on Earth. There are 3.04 trillion trees. 422,000 million. <laughs> I think that, so that means we do not have a deforestation problem. Boom. That includes like little shrubbery and shit like that though too i believe yeah i mean they still help out our ozone and whatnot you saying the little guys don't count because i'm gonna fight you on that. every tree <laughs> matters okay guys every tree life matters i like it oh gosh i'm 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 having wine right now and gosh nick yeah i don't you like merlot right i love merlots oh it's, it is not me, man. I I continuously try to like wine and I cannot. I I'm cannot. like you, bro. Here's the stat. Here's the stat. If we cut down ten billion trees a year, it will take three hundred years if we grow <laughs> no new trees to get rid of every tree. Is See, deforestation a hoax? I think it has to be. The Lorax is just making us feel so bad about deforestation, but. Give me 300 years. I will never live to see that. Cut them down. <laughs> I'm kidding. I am so kidding. I actually feel like I'm going to hell for that statement. <laughs> we gotta save the trees. I'm short. I'm chubby like the Lorax. Wait, this is a joke. So, okay. every Everything I'm searching is just basic. I'm searching to Google, and the first thing that pops up is what I'm saying. So all this could be a fucking fault. But according to a study... Uh, in one billion years, uh, we will not have enough oxygen on Earth to sustain life. There's no way that it takes that long. That's what I'm I saying. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> Does Google ever lie? I don't know. Who There'll knows? be another max, er, mass extinction before then anyway. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I think we're kind of due. We are due. We're so due. Well, we kind of had, hey, the average life expectancy went down this year. What? Yeah, Move, because of COVID. moving in the right direction. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because COVID, it went down. It's the first time in uh, since like 2000. I want to say, wait, when was when was the swine flu? No, that was a long time ago. 2008. Oops, 2008, dude. I think I it was school. 2012 or something was the last time. I just God. that was Ebola. Maybe, but yeah, it did go down. Not yeah, a lot. Like, it's like it's like a like. 0.7 years like i think it was a year or seven months or something was the average expectancy still so did you guys get the joe biden letter i did we're getting another 2800 bucks 
Are we Wait, actually? Really? actually? It's just that's it's just what loading. The letter says it's just loading it out to us. I that's think that's a scam, dude. That's let a scam. Let me show you. Getting... Let me show you. No, it's real. I, I don't. I didn't. I don't think. I don't think that's happening. I have it right here. Do you here. have a from, personalized from, from the handwritten White letter House. by Joe from Biden? From Joe Biden. This actually is. My it fellow says, American. What the fuck? <laughs> I got no letter. Yeah. It, they are slow to get out. Um, I am pleased to inform you that because of the American Rescue Plan, a direct payment of $2,800 was, was issued to you by direct deposit. If you haven't received your payments within seven days of receiving this letter... Please check the status of the payment visiting the IRS website or calling the IRS phone number listed below. Are you sure that's not for the last one we got? No, this is dated April 22nd, Mine too. 2021. What? what? Do you think I got one of those? I Maybe think you'll be your old one. address where you're paying all your bills for. <laughs> hey, no, I, I moved out of there before April 22nd, so we should. Does, I don't know Bob, if I believe that. Why would why? it not be? Why would it not be publicized more? It has been. I don't I think. What? Is I just that from think the Onion? This has to be from the last one that they're just getting out. Why would they be getting it out over a month and a half late? Why would Why would Twitter not be exploding right now? That's when did I'm we saying. get our last stimulus? Because it said on March 11, 2021, I signed into law the American Rescue Plan. Yep, and then read more. I I think it's crazy. Uh, three days ago, according to CNET, soon with the post. Yeah. I I don't know what he's doing with this, but I think he's just going for universal income. And if that's the case, I am down. Just I, keep sending it out to me. And I got Joe. Bi- yeah, we got Joe Biden's autograph now. I bet he signed every single one of these hundreds of millions. Yep, Sleepy Joe is the out guy here doing work. Never, he Joe. never sleeps. No, Nick. This is okay. I'm reading this off of I don't know what website, but it says <laughs> I don't know if this is credible at all. This is we'll be getting another stimulus check in 2021. It says the answer is no. The, your third stimulus check is actually just an advance payment of the recovery rebate tax credit for the 2021 tax year. Okay. Um, so we are getting another stimulus so, check. So, yeah, so we are? I, I don't fucking know. We're getting an advance payment. Let me check my That's bank a, account. It's, it's not account. in there. Don't worry. Everybody check the accounts. There's no... I Dude, I don't believe this. I don't, I don't believe it's happening. I don't understand... Why, yeah, I don't know why it wouldn't be on the news, but it might be tonight because we may have been the first people to get. Maybe me and Bach are in a <laughs> oh, God. people that are testing out universal income and we're the first ones. Yeah, we're upper echelon around here. And I know why they would choose Bach, but why would they choose you? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Be- because, you're, because of your clearance. This, I'm seeing something that about $3,600 per child under the age of six. Yes, yeah, sir. That's why we, we're going to pop three more out this year just to get that shit going. I'm going to go in. You're getting triplets? <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to try. going to try our damnedest for triplets. $3,600 a piece? It's going to be expensive uh, in the long I think, haul. I think not a piece per couple, I think. You'd be able to afford... Uh, uh, babysitting care for a full year. It would not. <laughs> uh, not not even close. No, 
It's seven seventy five hundred for just Eleanor. Oh, you think you could get a bundle if they're triplets? I no, it's one eighty five like, a kid a week, no it, matter what. Like a cable package. Many, it depends how much meth and cracks in the house. That is true. Then then the state just pays for it. <laughs> then you're gonna go. But you gotta go to the daycare with a food program then. Fuck, mm. are you uh this is a quick one eighty here. Are you happy with your draft choices? What draft choices? The NFL draft. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, I'm ha- I'm super happy with the first round pick. We finally didn't bust. We traded up with the Cowboys to jump over the Giants to take Devonta Smith. And seeing all the angry Giants fans punching holes in their wall on Twitter just absolutely made my life. <laughs> But, yeah, we we got the Heisman Trophy winner on our team. I'm pumped up, reunited with Jalen Hurts. Um, the rest of the draft was okay. I really think we should address our secondary more, but we went with the Alabama center second round, which is an awful because Jason Kelsey is probably on his last year before retirement. So that will be nice, but I really think we should address our secondary because it's dog water other than Darius Slay. What happened with the uh, NDSU kid? Why is everybody freaking out? Number three? Didn't what's-his-nuts go number two? Trey Lance? Trey Lance, yep. Didn't didn't what's-his-fucking-nuts go number two? The Colts guy now? Yeah. That guy. Yeah, Yeah, so that's (laughs) a fucking absolute downgrade. We had a shittier quarterback. Dude, that's a good... There's a lot of good QB prospects in here. I wasn't expecting him to go number three overall. I thought really? I thought he was gonna go like five, but I thought Justin Fields would be over him. But he Just, went to dude, God. Yeah, he went to who, where do you go again? Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. I might have to get the Vikings. No, the Vikings were fully prepared to take him at fourteen or something. I saw. I might have to go get a Bears jersey now. I'm just saying. <clears throat> it's, Did it's the Vikings sad day. do anything in this draft? Uh, nothing crazy fun. <laughs> nothing. Fair enough. <laughs> nothing. That's the Vikings. They Vikings decided way. to keep Kirk for a few years. Where's Aaron Rodgers going? I don't know. That whole situation's crazy. Yeah, that's that's a, a stupid situation. Can you elaborate? He's uh, he's ba- backpacking off Tom. You wouldn't get it, Nick. You wouldn't get you it. You wouldn't get it. He he's not happy with the ownership there. Um, Wait, so aren't, he, they, aren't they a publicly traded team? Yeah, what ownership? The fans? Their GM. Oh. He wants okay. their GM fired. Um, he went out and said a couple of days ago how much he was impressed by one of the wide receivers publicly, and then the wide receiver got cut the next day, which <laughs> pissed him off even more. And he's just—they don't have a good relationship right now. He's—I don't think he'll get traded. I think they're just gonna keep him. But like we all know, Aaron Rodgers is destined to be the full-time Jeopardy host. So let's just get him there. I don't know, man. I don't know. I uh, Jennings, Ken Jennings, baby. I read a. Gosh, I don't want to say it was an article. It was more like a Facebook post, and it really is not. I—I I can't say it was 100% true or not. But I read it to Nick, and I'm kind of curious if it was 100% true, but didn't Dak Prescott say no to a certain deal, and it was like hundreds of millions because he said he, there's no way he could live off of that? 
He didn't nope. know if he could raise his family off of that. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I think it was prior to the it was prior to the draft. He had somebody some team had offered him, I think it might have been the Cowboys, like offered him a certain contract and he's like, There's no way I could I could live off of that. Like I couldn't I wouldn't be able to raise my family and all that off of that. And it's it was like, oh God, I don't even know. Like Are you talking third, about Chelsea Spewell? What? No, I Are thought it was Dak Prescott. Like, I'm pretty sure Latrell Sprewell back in the day got like offered like a fifty million dollar contract from the Wolves or somebody, and then said, turned it down because he said he couldn't uh, feed his family off that, and then he never played again. <laughs> he never huh. got another contract. I think it was maybe. Latrell well, then maybe somebody just like reiterated that and put Dak's face on it. But Dak signed a contract prior to the draft, like earlier this year so that's surprising if he, if he was the one that came out and said it and that's in news now then maybe then maybe it was uh it was just a uh little hoodwink on uh on my part but he might have said it beforehand when he was turning down contracts and then he finally got one that he liked but maybe maybe that was it but i just saw that Dak said it and it was literally like oh god i don't even know like 30 million dollars a year or something like that and it's just like god dude if he did say that i just want to give you a big old fuck you yeah but. he ended up getting paid paid but i know he turned down a couple contract extensions from them prior to getting what he settled on so maybe it was that just earlier maybe it was maybe it was but i just wanted to mention that because it's like oh my god that shit just angers me it really yeah really so does. uh what I what I know is Latrell Sprewell got offered a twenty one million dollar extension. I think it was three year twenty one million dollar extension, and he was insulted by that. And then he said, "I can't feed my kids with that kind of money." And then he, I don't, I don't believe he ever played again, or ever signed a, like a, a <laughs> good contract in the ABA again. So. Good. I don't understand how people, a lot of athletes too, other than like Steph Curry and a few others came in not rich and then they become so out of touch with how much money is or how much how much they're actually making like it, well, it's just nuts to me i think it's actually really easy to think about how that happens because every time you got like just imagine it me personally every time i've gotten a raise or gotten a new job better paying job all of a sudden all your expenses go up and it just keeps happening until you pretty soon your expenses are two million dollars a month and all of a sudden you're like okay i'm only gonna make seven million this this year this is insulting and then and you can't instead of just paring down your life it's it's pretty common with everybody not just athletes people like well, uh, wall street and they, scalabrini because well, that's because he he knew he wasn't that he should, he wasn't going to be in the league for 20 years making millions of dollars even though he was in the league for almost a decade and he made more money than a lot of fans think he should have but still, it's it's any it's anybody that you once you start making money, you start spending money. It's the same deal. Yeah, you buy a house, I, you fill it with shit. I understand. You buy a bigger house, you why. fill it with more shit. I just think like, I think I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm fucking way off. And if I ever made that much money, I would blow it all away. But I just think there's no fucking way. I, I mean, we had in my economy class in high school. We had like a whole week about how like people that made a t- ton of money went bankrupt and it was basically like, I don't know, a bunch of literally like football players, rappers and all that stuff. How like and they explained it. It was it was like a, a series that we watched and it was them just saying like, well, what, you know, you got to get the new cars, you got to get the new jewelry, you got to get this and this and that. And he's like, next thing you know, you don't even realize like 
because you're not keeping track of the money you have. When you make that much money, you don't keep track of your money. You just like buy what you want and stuff like that. A lot of people don't keep track of their money. That's the thing. It's it's a, it's it's not just these high expense. It's a lot of people. It's middle class people. It's it's a reason people are getting millions of dollars or not thousands of dollars in credit card debt. Hundred thousand million. Hundred thousand million, <laughs> baby. Check me outside. Uh, uh, I did see something uh, that kind of relates to this uh, with football player um, Alvin Kamara. I saw an article about him a couple months ago that said he hasn't spent a single dollar of his football contract money. So Same good for Gronk. him. Same with Gronk. Dude, good yeah. for him. I fucking like guys like that. And I had Kamara last year, and he fucking would have won it for me if I wouldn't have. God, I'm still salty about last year. But anyway. <laughs> That's the Ball brothers, too. They're not allowed to spend their uh, contract money. They're only allowed to spend their endorsement money. I think I think people are wising up. You get Shaq to take you under his, his wing and he'll teach you. Oh, dude, they, all, all you need to do, literally all you need to do is have a finan- pay for a financial advisor, which is chump change, pay for a financial yeah. advisor, and just and put literally like a quarter of what you make, which is you make if you make as much as these guys do, you really wouldn't notice that quarter. And if you do that for like five years, not even five years, like fucking three years, you're just good for life. Because then it'll just sit there and grow and grow and grow, and you don't have to do anything about it. I think like, you know I would assume a lot of the guys that aren't like premier talents are doing that. I think it's the ones at the top that we're seeing aren't, and that's because they know they're going to have lifetime shoe deals. They know they're going to have lifetime endorsement deals. Even Hell, even when you get to a certain age, you're going to do McDonald's commercials like Larry Bird. Like It's just you're always going to be making money. But I do think the guys that are lower, like my boy Jeremy Lin, I don't want to disrespect his name, but I know that he was pretty smart with his finances, and a lot of guys like that are pretty smart with their finances. And, and now... It- this this has been like a big topic for the last over over a decade. I would say at least fifteen years. I remember like middle two thousands is when they started talking about people just going broke. And like the NFL, they have like workshops every year, like beginning for rookies, especially saying like, "Hey, right. save your money, do this." Like, I maybe it's too soon, but like I haven't heard of a new thing. Like a lot of people keep doing that recently, but then again, it is recent. You don't really know until five, ten years after they retire, but. Uh, Hey. And that's probably offered by like the players' association, I would assume, because yeah. they have yeah. all the protection now, which they probably didn't back in the day. Which is why like every single um, organization like went on strike at some point in time between the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands was to get better protection for things like that. So fines too, though. I don't like like personal fines and shit like that. Like that's just I don't think. Does that happen? Like, okay, so when you hear a, a professional athlete is fined, is their team fined or are they fined? Because I think depends, their team depends on the fine. Usually, sometimes it's just player band. Sometimes, most times, player. Yeah, dude, I, I kind of agree with that, Nick. I think if you're gonna, you're on, you're on a team, and you, and you should, you know, I know a lot of things are one man shows, but you should have to like represent a team if you're on the team, because then your team's gonna get fucking pissed at you for doing stupid shit too. Yeah, so I think your team should pay for it. That, yeah, then you have I agree. a look. That's a good oh, statement. Okay, I don't think the players should pay for it. Like, fuck if. Well, I if think LeBron he should pay for. Like, yeah, I think he should have to pay for like if it's like a fifty thousand dollar fine, he should have to pay like just as much as everyone else. So it's like everyone does it. 
you know, but then a lot of people wouldn't pay as near as much for like stars because a lot of stars are stupid and selfish. But hey, that's got to be. Would you rather have your team? Would you rather have your guy fined fifty thousand dollars or suspended one game? Because if you're suspended one game, you don't get your game check, which is, I don't know, five hundred thousand dollars for that one game. You're losing a lot more money. I think you'd rather take your fifty thousand dollar fine. Yeah, I'd probably rather have them fine too. Usually, the when they're getting fined, it's not for anything that's like super egregious. Like Randy Moss fake mooned a crowd and he got fined. And it was like, yeah, he fake mooned the Packers. That was dumb. Don't get me started with Joe Buck and Randy Moss situation. That is still why I hate Joe Buck to this day. Fuck Joe Buck. I just, yeah, I think the teams should be the ones that are in at large I, in trouble. I think there's a lot of different things in the financial aspects of big paying sports that I would change. We can we can table this for another time because I think we have gotten onto this quite a few times, and I think everyone knows where I stand. But but no, I I. I've never heard that one before, though, Nick, like finding the team instead of just a player, and I kind of like that. I have uh, a couple quick uh, sport things I, I want to hit real quick for you guys. Did you see my boy uh, Michael Vick at 41 years old ran a 4740? Faster than a lot of quarterbacks can right Did now. Did he really? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Fly. What a beast. He, and you know what he says? I guess I can't run no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The legend. Um, other than that, did you guys see that Chad Ochocinco is fighting on the undercard of the Floyd Mayweather <laughs> versus um, no Logan way. Paul fight? Yeah. Who is he fighting? I don't know. I don't know if it's been announced yet, but he is fighting on the undercard of that fight. What's so? Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you know any more of the card other than the main event, which was you say Logan? Yep, Logan. Logan it's Paul. It's not Jake. Floyd. Not nope. Jake. Logan. And Floyd. Yep. Yep. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> All right. Well, if that's the... That's not, that might be a good undercard. Is it Triller again? No, it won't be because it's Floyd Mayweather, so it'll be an official like boxing event type. It'll be, it'll be a lot better. Oh, thank God. I, I love me some Snoop Dogg, but that was just too much Snoop Dogg. I like him for his three-minute songs... And that's it. Like, get me away from that guy. <laughs> get me I away. Guess. I'm gonna. I need to go grab my beer. To be honest, I don't know when we're doing that, but I gotta get my beer. Okay. Right be- before we get to their beer review, and we're still on the football topic, it just uh, it passed. I heard it this weekend on some uh, radio show or some sports show that a football player from Kansas he he signed in like 2017. He only had five toes uh, total on his feet. And, uh, <laughs> Instantly, I assumed they, they were like five toes spread out. I later learned he had no toes on his right foot. But either way, my question to you guys is, what, if you only had five toes for two feet, what toes do you want? If I had five toes for first off, I would want to do exactly what he did. And I want, want to become a kicker with a club foot. <laughs> no, he wasn't a kicker. He's a running back. I know. I, would, I think he chose the wrong path. He would be my favorite player right now because I think Graham Gano is on the down. So I think he would. Would you, get would you rock one. a cleat if you had no toes and you're a kicker no. on that no. foot? Would you just, just barefoot it? Sock, sock only. Sock I don't know, bro. I think I would rather do five toes on one foot as well and just get, uh, get by with the club or aesthetic or something. 
Yeah. Not aesthetic. What's it called? Pro prosthetic. No, no prosthetics. You just have a club foot. You just gotta yeah. fucking. Yeah. yeah. Dang you still have a foot, just no toes. Yeah. Oh. So you can't really get prosthetics for toes, really. It I, is I guess you a could. beautiful, beautiful morphing foot. Okay. Yeah. I I see, yeah. I, I, I see the vision now. Large toenail on that foot, or did he yeah. just have nothing? Yeah, we'll say you have one. If you have no toes on one foot, you'll get one giant toenail that runs the length of your foot where your toes would supposed to be, oh. and, and you would need like a hedge trimmer trimmer to just cut it off every time because it's too big for a regular. I, yeah, I definitely. I've always, I've always wanted to meet a cyclops, but a side foot would be fine too. Side a side toe. I'd be completely See, I fine. Side toe. I don't think. I think. No, I think. I think the real thing is you want two big toes. Two pinky toes, and then on one foot, either left or right. I'm choosing right. I'm getting like a random middle toe. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm rocking three toes you're, and two toes, you're baby. Going for the stability. Yeah, exactly for everyday life stability. I, I'm not trying to do one club foot. I, I think and imagine, imagine like you can you can like throw peace signs or like the way or like you know like the surfer wave thing, hang loose with your yeah. with one foot. You know it's. it's I think it would be better the next toe in from the pinky because I wouldn't stub it as much. Mm. So I, I think humans could probably get rid of their pinky toes right now. I, I disagree. I think pinky toe is probably one of your most beneficial toes for balance. That's the I've, toe you lean on, baby. I've never leaned on that toe not once. My you know, pinky you're leaning toe. in? I'm more of a duck walker, yes. I lean in. <laughs> pigeon. Pigeon. <laughs> And then, okay, I have one other, one other big thing I want to talk about. I'm assuming you guys saw it yesterday. The biggest White Castle in the world opened up in Orlando, Florida. And at 9 a.m., there was a, over a mile of cars waiting in line for White Castle. What's your guys' opinion on White Castle? Was it worth it? Was it not? And just overall, how much you enjoy White Castle? I fucking love white castle it gets a lot of hate in my friend group but you know what if there's a white castle in fargo that just opened up i would wait three hours in line for it all right no fucking way yep i would i would sit in that line and be happy with my couple cases of sliders you know i i like white castle to the point where i buy the frozen sliders at the grocery store all right what's your What's your go-to White Castle order, Baca, if you like it so much? Just the regular uh, uh, beef patty slider with the cheese and onions. Just one? You just buy no, one? No, you get, you get a case of those, and you go through as many as you can before you put the rest in the fridge. And for later enjoyment. Does anyone else have an opinion? I I'd probably think rather have an In-N-Out. Oh, well, of course. These, they are... <laughs> completely different levels but i think white castle if you need to feel like you've eaten a lot because miniature food as fields knows is more fun and so (laughs) you're eating smaller burgers like i just put down eight burgers okay you actually put down one and a half burgers but you feel like you just put down eight you feel more full and then you get the shits after you get those like the classic White Castle shits are some like of my best memories. Maybe I like White Castle so much because it's the one place where I can go where I can actually eat a lot. 
Like, if I go to a buffet, I'll get, like, one plate and then tap out. But I can go to White Castle. And like Nick said, I'll eat eight mini burgers. I'll feel great. I'll be like, look at what I did, boys. <laughs> I think I think Proud I of just, yourself. Yeah. I do. And I think, like, they grill on the bed of onions. So the whole place smells of just onions all the time. And it's they have really bad fries. No, I will say that. But... Their chicken rings. Have you ever oh, had an yeah. onion ring? Yeah, it's an onion ring made with chicken. Mm-hmm. That is a fantastic fucking piece of morsel that slides down your gullet and mm-hmm. goes into your stomach and makes you feel warm. Mm-hmm. When we went to White Castle last time, we bought so many fucking burgers. And then remember the people next to us asked us if we wanted more burgers. Yes, and we took them. <laughs> and we took them and we sat there. I think we ate at White Castle longer than we played a disc golf round. Like, we were just there. And then we went to Vision Quest right after, right? Oh, God. Because we went to BRP, we went to White Castle, and then we drove up the road to Vision Quest and played a whole nother round on just full White Castle stomachs. No, that sounds awful. It It was. It was was absolutely awful. Lawrence, do you have an opinion on White Castle? My opinion on White Castle is honestly that I've probably had White Castle three times in my life and just have kind of thought it was, you know, just another 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 place to eat. I don't know. I don't think it's, it's nothing too crazy. I mean, it's just every, everything's got their niche. Everything's got something that's pretty good about it. And I mean, that's what I think. Lawrence, I was with you. I've only been there. I've only ate there three times. I was with you until you said it was just another place to eat. You know why? Because it's fucking dog shit. White Castle's awful. <laughs> White Castle is so disgusting. I've only been there three times. Never had a good experience. The food tastes like shit. You feel like shit. The shit coming out of you shits itself. It, it's like you. It's like it the wrong bad. color things. You should bad. not see that color ever coming out of you unless you're dying. It, it's just it's just not that, right. Why wait me. in line? Don't wait in line. You eat White Castle when you're when you have thirty five cents and you want to buy one mini burger. I will say it's cheap. You can get like 30 sliders for like $12. I will say that straight up. But guess what? I love mini food. Nick said I love mini food. I used to go to Arby's and buy the mini roast beef. I used to go to Arby's with like eight bucks, get seven mini roast beefs because I love mini food. And I was like, oh, I'm all, I'm all about White Castle because they're mini food. Right, right, right? No. <laughs> Disgusting. Do not go. Do not wait in line for hours. Do not sit in your car a mile down the highway trying to get White Castle. It's disgusting. Y'all need to learn something about food because that ain't food. That is, that is, I wouldn't feed a pig White Castle. I wouldn't feed my dog White Castle. It's just, it's unedible, disgusting. Get out of there before it kills you. First of all, it's inedible is the word you're looking for. No, no, no. It's a new word. Second of all, if it was so bad, why would they have like three movies about Harold and Kumar trying to go find a White Castle? Because they needed more people to come to White Castle. That was a marketing. It was marketing. Well, engraved in my brain and goddamn. All right? I'm a fan. Yeah, you were the perfect fucking person for that. At the age you were. And that was that. We're probably wearing a hundred dollar bill hat so you can stand up in the air with your little cast on your back actually a circa hat (laughs) and you were ready to go huh oh yeah dude all the time that was a bad weekend for food for me because we went to white castle and canes and so that was just like do not even put those two in the same sentence canes 
as far as fast food goes, they're in the same category. No. Mm-mm. Yes, they are. No. It White Castle, Canes, and probably Culver's. Whoa. Are, Whoa. Yep, those See, are the three words. See, wow. I like I sometimes I mix up Culver's and White Castle. I'll be dead ass with you guys. Sometimes Whoa. I mix them up. Whoa. Culver's got better like shakes and shit and root beer float than I mean they got good ice cream, stuff like that. But I mean ice cream? Culver's ain't got no ice cream like custard. concrete mixers, bitch. <laughs> what are we talking here? Culver's Dude, that shows how much I eat fast food. Fuck. Culver's has the worst fries, again, crinkle cut. Terrible. Yeah, bad fries. Their butter burgers really aren't that good. They're just like, like chicken tenders is the only thing yes. I get. They're, they they're don't even no, they're chicken exactly. They're chicken tenders. You have chicken strips and you have chicken tenders and you have chicken selects. Chicken selects and chicken strips are the full chicken breast. Chicken tenders are when it's ground up and reformed. So you're eating a big chicken nugget. You've been served by the best. It's I, the best chicken nugget I've ever had in my life. Then yeah, are you trying to? Are you trying to prove a point that chicken nuggets are bad? Because chicken nuggets are delicious, okay? Like, you, you, you can't make a point saying they're chicken nuggets because chicken nuggets are delicious too, man. Well, I think with that, we're going to have to go to the beer review because I have no rebuttal. Chicken nuggets are delicious, but a large chicken nugget is not. Tonight, for our beer review of episode 58, we have the Mullet Power IPA from Junkyard Brewing Company. We have Blushing Monk Belgian Ale from Founders Brewing Company. From Mad Dog 2020, we got the Spiked Punch Sweet Blue Raspberry. I don't really know what to say there. And then from Oliphant Brewing Company, we have the Oliphant Hefeweizen. Let's uh, have Fields go first. He's got the Spiked Punch. I got the Mad Dog 2020. This is an iconic drink from a lot of people's uh, youth. Not mine. Um, it was, was kind of, wasn't really in when I was growing up, but... I've never had one of these. Typically, it comes in like a, a big jug, and it hurts kind of like a Boone's Farmy kind of uh, mixed with another cheap liquor, you know, kind of deal. It's a, it's a mixed drink. This one is sweet blue raspberry. So this is my first experience with the MD 2020, and I will say it has 12% alcohol, which is up there with uh, – is that higher than a Four Loco? Is Four Loco at 12? Four Loco at 10, 11? 14. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Okay. Uh, I'll make sure. I don't think it's 14. That sounds way too high. Way too high. But uh, I will say, oh, boy. 15%. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. Okay. I did not expect the 14 Drinking a four loco over there? Nah, nah. I'm drinking. So I will say, I'm going to give this a a real review. Even though it's not a beer, it is a mixed cocktail, so I'm assuming it's going to be very malty. That's just my – it's a malt beverage, so I'm assuming it's going to be malty. Beautiful look. Look at that. If you're looking for a crystal clear blue, you got it. Is that, like crib, this, is that the Caribbean Ocean in a cup? Exactly. You, you know those memes saying, look at that blue water? You're looking at it right here. This is straight from the Caribbean. You you want to you wanna, – experience life on a cruise ship but don't want to pay any more than three dollars you got it smells like smells familiar it smells like every other 12 percent canned drink i've ever smelled in my life you know uh, it smells blue that's and i think everybody knows that smell it just smells like a color it doesn't really yeah. smell like anything else 
Smells like a Conor McGregor fight. Ooh. Ooh. Kind of kicks you a little bit. <laughs> Can I get you a know? BJG? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I get... Okay. Okay, baby. Here it, Here it is. Uh, that was weak. That was so weak. You can't do it. It's not BJGable. I, maybe not on Tuesday. You might be able to do this on a Friday. But if you got to work in the morning and you're pounding one of these over the age of 24, life probably hasn't turned out the way you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's not. Let me try it again. Let me try it again. Here we go. It's got to be like a steel reserve. I imagine that's what you're tasting right now is a steel reserve. Which, if anybody has had the opportunity to drink one of those, it's awful. No, I actually like steel reserves, but those are only 8%. So those are pretty easy. It's not bad. It's not terrible. Your face is not showing that. I just, turns out, I'm, I'm kind of letting out on myself. I can't drink it quickly, but I, I get about two gulps in and then I gotta stop. You know, it's carbonated pretty well. I, you know, I'm a big fan of carbonation. It's, I'm, it looks beautiful. I don't think these are meant to be poured into a glass. They're meant to be drank right out of a can or shotgun out of a can or something. But it, it looks nice. The more I drink it, the, the better I feel and the better it tastes. <laughs> but yeah, it tastes like, it actually doesn't really taste like malt beverage or a little bit of alcohol, but not much. It's really sweet. It tastes like a, it actually tastes like a, a melted blue raspberry slushy. So it's, it's kind of good, you know. Nice. Um, I think this is their more classy version of Mad Dog. I'm not really sure, though. I don't have the backstory, but... It will not be going in my mini fridge, but I definitely could see myself buying a couple of these at like a and bring it to like a bachelor party or something and just handing them out because you know it, I'm guessing it'll get the party started at twelve percent. That's all. I, that's all I got. All right, I love that review. I'm gonna hit up mine here. Uh, so I have the Oliphant Hefeweizen. Um, so Hefeweizen, we've covered this before. Um, they have a such nice color to them. They're good, like, wheat beer. Um, so on the nose, uh, obviously you get banana. This one has, like, some slight, slight, like, peach aroma to it, which I actually like the variation in this Hefeweizen. Um, and then the mouthfeel on it is really, really, really soft, actually, for being, like, a rather clear, crisp beer. Um, and instantly when you swallow, you're tasting, like, I don't even know, Laffy Taffy banana. Um, but then on the back end, you definitely get that peach flavor to it. Um, it has just a, a wonderful, a wonderful flavor. The thing with Hefeweizens is they all kind of taste the same. Um, so, like, once you've had one Hefeweizen, you kind of know what you're going to get with all the others unless they're fruited. Um, this one is brewed with wheat, malted barley, like every other Hefeweizen ever. Uh, I think it really comes down to the fact that there are no off flavors with it. When there's an off flavor in a Hefeweizen, then you have some issues. But when it actually tastes as intended with like that Laffy Taffy banana, some cloves, and then maybe some like peach at the end, uh, it's a good beer. If it goes in my mini fridge, it's because I want to be adventurous. Right now, I don't want to be adventurous. I want to drink IPAs. So it's not in my mini fridge because it is your standard Hefeweizen. And I think you can find it at most breweries that brew beer well. Fuck you me. I'll I'll hit it up here. 
Um, haven't cracked this bad boy yet, but I bought it purely on the can art. Also because I saw a mullet in person today. And maybe it was, you know, meant to be. So I got the Mullet Power IPA from Junkyard Brewing Company. Crack this baby, pour her in the glass, and let's let's get her kicking. What, what, what kind of beer is it? It like is an IP double dry hopped something. IPA, I, I believe. I would like to say <laughs> that I have actually the last two or three double dry hopped IPAs I've had have been some of my favorite beers. Sorry, I got foam in my nose. You know that's how. Or do it around here though, but it smells like any other um, fruity IPA that I've had recently. I can't pick out any other distinctive aromas. You get, you get like peach and oh, yeah, and foam, peach and foam, yeah. But yeah, it's got that typical uh, IPA aroma. It's got a beautiful color to it. It's, that's what I like to see out of my IPAs. This color right here. This is what I'm going for. That um, light straw. That light straw. Um, we're gonna go for it here. Um, I don't think it's gonna be bad. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna love it, but here we go. Coming in with the bias review, huh? Thinks you're gonna love it before that's you. That's a good gulp. That's a real good gulp. That's not a that's not a BJG though. That's because I was so surprised about what I was tasting. It was nothing like I expected. I actually got the first flavor that hit my my mouth was strawberry. Really? Yes. And that kind of took me back there. But it is super, really, really, really smooth. Um, probably one of the smoothest, or not? I, I keep saying that, but it, it's a really smooth IPA. Um, super drinkable. Um, I didn't have any problem doing that. Um, chug there. Um, other than that. Let me get you one more here. Percentage it is after this gulp. Seven point two percent alcohol. Damn! Ooh. So the fact that you can kind of be chugging it like that at seven point two percent is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's really, really smooth, and I was not expecting it. It's kind of like a, I don't even know uh, a a real fruity, real smooth, tame IPA. At 7.2%, this would be going into my mini fridge. Um, it's brewed with double dry hopped with mosaic, belma, and cashmere. What does cashmere do for a beer? Cashmere is another one of those fruitier beers. I think that's going to be like more peachy, um, more stone fruit, and then it'll just kind of like round out the bottom of it. That way, you're, that might be what you're getting off the smell, maybe. Yeah, I think right away, that's probably what you're getting is that cashmere. When you say it's smooth bog, is just easy drinking. Is it soft? Or it doesn't. It, it doesn't kick you with the hops, so it's soft and it it's smooth and it it doesn't have like that classic like IPA burn that you'd be expecting almost. Um, it's just an easy drinker. Like this is like a summer IPA. I would classify it as like I won't have any problems drinking this on a like eighty five ninety degree day playing bags outside with the boys. Hey, and uh, mullets only look good in the summer, dude. You gotta You're use that right. Idea. You're right. That is true, but I've seen a mullet in a snowmobile jacket, and you don't want to mess with that guy when he walks into the bar. <laughs> that guy, it would be the guy that gets that runs into a barbed wire fence and loses his head. So it's <laughs> <That's> true. <sighs> so going in the mini fridge, yes, Lawrence. Sir. You're slow sipping that Belgian ale. Let's hear about it. All right. 
So I have Founders Brewing Blushing Monk Belgian Style Ale fermented with raspberries. Um, pouring, it, pouring it out, um, it was a very pretty color, actually. It was uh, kind of a mix of like a dark amber and a rosy blushing color it's got a very, very nice, nice color very a very nice, nice red tint and i like to that it. it's i like that it's clear too so yes. it's, it really yes. like, it's a pretty beer yeah it's a really pretty beer like i poured it out and i literally was like oh wow because it i did not expect it to be that color because it's in a brown bottle so i couldn't tell what color it was going to be i really thought it was going to be more uh more orange i mean it is made with raspberries obviously so i knew there was going to be like that tint in it but i thought it'd be more of like uh like a pink like a creamier pink almost. Um, and it does have a tidbit. Um, it is 9.2% alcohol. Yeah. Which is uh, a little surprising for me because, I mean, it's a Belgian-style ale, but, I mean, would that almost be an imperial ale? Uh, so that'd be like a Belgian double or a Belgian triple. Okay. Um, it here. Let me, let me do the tidbit first here. When your love of fruit and our love of beer come together, Blushing Monk happens. Brewed with a ridiculous amount of raspberries for tart yet luscious raspberry jam character and fermented with Belgian yeast for subtle fruit and spice esters. Thinking of Blushing Monk as, ooh, Raboy's, I don't know who that is, older sibling, more intense, slightly larger, and just a little bit more mature. I, I don't know what that is, but... um. And it's 20 IBUs. I really wish there would be uh, more hop character in it. Um, because if you want me to get down to the just absolute nitty gritty, um, this beer's fucking horrible. <laughs> oh, no. wow. It, no. it is bad. It, it is looks really, so pretty. You pulled the rug out of my feet, under my feet there. I know because I poured it and I looked and I even put it up to the camera before I had it and everything. I was like, this looks pretty. Like it looks really good. It is. Oh God. I, I gave Jenna a try cause I wanted to see her reaction. And I mean, it was like, she was like almost gagging. It was, it was real, real bad. Belgians attack the front of your mouth. They, they attack your senses early. And then when you swallow it, it's gone. Oh, very much so. Like, it attacks oh you right away. It's early. <laughs> it is. It's that's a hundred percent what it is. So like, I'm glad you mentioned that because when you search for that, I mean that at least they did that part well. But <laughs> it is like just a punch in the face with raspberries and like Jenna loves raspberries too. And and I don't really like raspberries that much. I was really hoping it wouldn't be as intense. Um, but it is tough. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to finish this one. It is really, really bad. It's, gosh, if they had some more hops to tone down the raspberry or it, it drinks like a sour, but like it doesn't quite have like the, I don't know, the subtlety of a sour. It's like an intense tart sour that just smacks you in the face and all you taste is an overwhelming raspberry. And then on the out breath, it's like, subpar booze on the out breath usually they're going to use like a rock sugar or some type of sugar to tone down the flavors in a belgian rather than hops because if like you have to remember trappist brewers monks did not have hops to their disposal when they started brewing belgians 
So if they're trying to brew like a monk, um, yeah, they're going to use things that are like to their disposal, like what the Trappist would have used. So it it's an interesting type of beer because it attacks you in so many different ways. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it because it sure does attack you. Um, it's... Gosh, that's really all I can. I can't really explain it in any more detail other than it's just an insane raspberry concoction that it tastes like a sour, like a super sour raspberry, uh, like Cosmo. Like it is, it is just not, not good. Like I don't think, I mean, if you guys saw, I, I am hardly past, you know, the first sips is just not good it is i would say probably a bottom bottom three of the beers i i've reviewed so far really? i've only been able to oh, not no. finish i think one other beer and it was a a really a, another bad sour but i mean this isn't even a sour but it's yeah it's god it's bad i hey let me put it this way bach i would rather have the sawdust beer than this one no yes for sure for sure god dude oh, i was down I was hammered when I tried that beer, and I still remember it to this day. <laughs> I, I could, I could at least like get some gulps down though. This one, I can't even like. I couldn't even attempt to to fuckage a bar and gulp this thing at all. There's no way. I'm gonna so so it's not going in your mini fridge. I'm assuming. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, go in my mini fridge, but it will go in my cask. I'm gonna make a sister Twitter account to booze and banter, and it's gonna be. <laughs> Has Cole put a beer in his mini fridge that's yet? Eight. That's and, eight. And it's that's just going to be no every Tuesday. <laughs> that's, eight. that's two that's months, Lawrence. Two, two months, months straight. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, this is why I got a six pack. The six pack was like 13 bucks, which is like hardly two, two beers or $2 a beer. And that is why, like, this was my most expensive beer. I had high hopes for this one. I really did. But. God, shot down. I got one other, one more beer left in my six pack that I bought, which would be week. Is this week eight or is this week seven? This is week. I have it on my notes. It's eight. Jeez. Okay. So I might go nine. I mean, I got high hopes for this next one because this one sounds like one that I I could enjoy. So there's no way I'll go 10 if I don't if I don't like next week's I will go to a brewery that I know I like and I will get a good ass beer <laughs> let's go all right guys that wraps up the review for episode 58 uh, from junkyard Brewing company we had mullet power IPA from founders Brewing company we had the blushing monk Belgian ale uh, from Mad Whoa. Dog 2020 we had the spiked punch it's sweet blue raspberry and from Oliphant Brewing company we had the Oliphant Hefeweizen. Do we have... What What did we go on this week? We go for... We went 50... Well, I went... I did not put it in my mini fridge. So we went one for four. Pocket did. We went 25%. Do we have a Would You Rather? Uh, Yes, we do. Would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue Every time you eat. That's too easy, dude. That's way too wait, easy. Wait, what was the first one? Would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat? You know why that's easy? If you would have said this question, let's say in 1990, okay, 
maybe you think about it. But in 2021, you're you're gonna go with a paper cut because you if you want to read something, you can get almost almost everything digital. You don't got to turn no pages, right? Like if you're really serious, if you know this is gonna happen to you, you can almost get everything digital. You can read books online. You can get audiobooks. Except for my letter from Joe Biden that I'm framing because I'm part of a study. Yeah, at that point, isn't it worth it? Then, if it's worth it, you'll get the paper cut. If it's not, you'll throw it away. And you eat food every single day in this day and age. You, depending on your job, obviously, but you can every. Throw away your job. Let's say you get paper cuts at your job. That would suck. Blah blah blah. But everything you like for fun, you can read. You can get it digital. You can get a Kindle. Blah blah blah. It's it's too easy. I'm going with paper cut. That's all I got to say. Do you only bite your tongue once when you're eating, like at the beginning of the meal or at yep. the end of the meal? Yeah. Okay. I'm taking biting my tongue once because I already do that almost every single meal. <laughs> I am a child, and I still. To this day, almost every meal, bite my tongue or cheek at least one time. And is it that every is meal, like... every snack, every yes. time, every time you yeah, start eating. Even when I'm chewing gum, sometimes I'll bite my tongue. Like I don't know what it is about it, but like that's just how I live. That's how I fucking live already. And I'm not taking the paper cuts because I already know my tongue's fucking scarred up from all this time that I've spent biting my tongue every meal. So I'm biting my tongue. Yeah, you're full of shit, Nick. You're full of shit. I, I can't. I the the number one or right after hiccups, the number one most annoying thing that I do to myself is freaking bite my tongue or lip or something when I'm eating, and like it ruins my whole day. Like it, my whole day will be ruined off of one small thing. You broke your fucking back. You should not worry about something like biting your tongue. It, it I, I can't explain it. It's like one of my number one biggest pet peeves. Like if I'm eating and I bite my tongue, I'm not biting it soft either. Like I'm chomping and I'm bleeding everywhere. Like I like close to through my tongue almost at points in my life. I've it, it it's the most annoying thing. If I do it on my lip, I get canker sores. Like if I bite my lip right now and there's blood drawn, I'm gonna get a canker sore. I don't know. I think I have an iron deficiency. I don't know what it is, but it's just, it's the worst. Like, my whole day will be ruined. I would rather get a paper cut every time I picked up a piece of paper than bite my tongue every time I eat. Your hands would look like Dobby's hands, too, in Harry Potter. I worked at a warehouse for two straight years, and I have this thing called working man hands for a reason, okay? I got cuts every day. And I was fine with the working man hands. I worked my way around it, but I'm not putting no cank canker sword gel on now my tongue. Now you're a paper pusher. You're not a working man any longer. So your hands are gonna be all sun buttered up, and you're gonna be fucking. You know what? Bleak. Hey, look. Hey, I'm I'm gonna be wearing those little thumbtacks. You know, or not thumbtacks, but I don't even know what they're called. The little it's like a metal thing that goes around your thimbles. finger when you're like thimbles. I'm gonna be wearing thimbles on every hand. I'm gonna be wearing thick gloves every time I take your paper. It's too easy. What are you going to put around your tongue every time you eat? A, I'm a telling you nothing. I already do this. I'm not I re- joking. I didn't, I didn't realize uh, at least half our podcast here bites your tongue every time they eat. I don't, I don't do that, but I hate doing it. I'd much rather get little cuts. It's frustrating, but it slows me down. It ruins my whole day. It doesn't slow it down. It derails it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so... 
hands down, taking the paper cut. Get the oh yeah, wait, I'm on that side. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I bit my tongue. I think, I think it was last Thursday or Friday, and I I really never bite my tongue like hard when I'm eating or anything, and I bit my tongue hard while I was chewing gum on I think Thursday or Friday. And oh, I was fucking pissed. And I was just not, I was, I was just, I'm not going to do it every time I eat because I was actually like physically mad. I was like, God, I just bit my fucking tongue and I have to sit here all day and just like, I can't even put like pressure on my tongue because it fucking hurts. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going with cold field and I'm either, I'm either wearing thimbles or I'm going straight digital uh i mean if i gotta sign something i'm holding the pen and not touching the paper one bit i i'm not doing the paper i'm not doing the it actually uh, might be a power move if you're signing a contract and you tell the other person to hold the paper too you might be swaying because that might be a power move yeah i'm just not i'm just not biting my tongue every time i eat because you have to eat to survive i don't have to turn pages to survive See, there's 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 differences differences between these two. Okay, when you get a finger like a paper cut, you're like, ah, oh, fucking like, you put it in your mouth, you're like, god damn that 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 hurt, that stung. When you bite your tongue, you want to punch a wall. You're like, fuck. <laughs> it's a different, it's a whole different thing. You paper cut, you're like, ah, oh, dang it, and then you bite your tongue, you want to murder somebody. So I can't live with murdering somebody every day. I I live in silence when I bite my tongue. I bite it and I keep going, and that's that. Oh, um, that's why I have a list. Everyone, everyone around me would become aware that I have just bit my tongue. <laughs> I, there's no way I bite my tongue and I'm. Fuck. I've been at the point in my life where I bit my tongue at work and I wanted to go home for the rest of the day. <laughs> like Jim from the office when he bites. Exactly. The I'm going home. <laughs> I'm out of here. When you bite, when you bite something in your mouth, it's like you stand up almost. You're like. Gah! When you when you slice your finger, you're like you still you're still sitting. You're like and you just kind of wave it around. Like God dang it! It's like right. it's like stubbing your toe, but for even a longer period of time. You you can't put yeah. a band aid on your tongue. <laughs> Have you seen those sick tongue tattoos though on the fruit roll ups? <laughs> no. Yeah, those yes. Okay, okay. What is that? All right. <laughs> he's gonna wrap his he's gonna wrap his tongue <laughs> yeah. in fruit roll ups every time he eats. We're numb the pain. We're wrapping this up. Word of the week. Doop doop doop. Word of the week. I'm between two of them because I feel like you might know them, but we're just gonna go for it. I'm on a fucking hot streak. You're true. He is on a hot streak. That's true. true. All right. Here we go. Gosh, yeah, I think somebody's gonna know this one. But here we go. I always just have Siri going off when uh when he's talking, saying the word. Vernal. 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 V-E-R-N-A-L. Vernal. It's an adjective, boys. It's an adjective. I see it. Vernal. 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 I've never heard this word before. All right, uh... good. I'm glad. It was between this one or another one, and I think somebody would have known one of them, but surprised. I can also say I haven't heard this word before, but I believe my confidence this week. I'm feeling like I'm going to sound it out. Vern. Every time I've met a person whose name is Vern, they aren't very nice. What? Kind of crabby. Okay, I, so. I, I know a guy named Vern now, 
and he's kind of he is kind of crabby, but he's an older gentleman. Yes, he's, also, he's old and crabby. So he's also nice. He's when you're nice. vernal, you have hit the point in your life where you are uh, no longer excitable, no longer. No longer excitable. You you're living in the doldrums. You you kind of just take everything as it is. You don't have peaks. You don't have valleys. You're just vernal. You're right in the middle. That is very good, Nick. I like what you just said there. Bob, uh, go ahead. And uh, hey, no, you 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 picked it up. So you you still have the baton, dude. No, because I don't know. I don't know if I want to piggyback off that or get my own thing going. On. That's I what, I, that's what I'm thinking too. <sighs> vernal, 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 vernal. So it so. makes sense. I, 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 I recently met a Vern a couple months ago, and he's exactly like you described. <laughs> you have no peaks. You have no valleys. You just live in the middle. You are vernal. You're okay but with it. I would say you're not even living in the middle. You're living right below the middle. You're oh, living yeah. a little shitty. It's glass yeah. half empty, but the glass is still like half. Oh, half no. So, so here's what's going to happen here. You're going to be right in the middle. Fields is going to say you're just a little bit before the middle. And then Bach is going to go, you're just a little bit over the middle. So that way <laughs> Nick is fucked. No I, matter what. I'll make it easier. I'll just say Vernal is you're easily, easily agitated or annoyed. Wait. Okay. Are we close? Is that why Lawrence said this? Are we very nice. close? Did I see Baka side-eyeing another monitor? I was side-eyeing oh. my word vernal on this little piece of thing. Okay, that I... okay, fair enough. Fair. I feel like, I, I, feel like so... I would probably write it down, too. If I wasn't doing it, I'd probably write it down to just, like, see how I would, you know. I got the only it. reason I wrote it down because I got cooked on a spelling bee last week on the obvious. <laughs> it was super embarrassing, so I'm writing stuff down now. Okay. <laughs> All right, so... I haven't gone there yet. I haven't, I, haven't, yet. I haven't gone my full. I haven't gone in. I haven't Did gone you all say in. it was like just below, like right before? No. Okay, okay, go ahead. I was talking about the guy I know, Vern. If I'm <laughs> if I'm piggybacking off, it's that's what I would say. But I, I don't want to piggyback. I don't want to piggyback. I'm doing my own thing, and I'm I'm, I'm picking out the word Vern, which sounds like fern. Okay, I'm going with ferns. So you know, ferns they're on the forest floor. You know, they're everywhere. Um, very beautiful, very luscious. Um, humans don't have exactly no, like, oh, they don't really have appreciations to, to, to ferns, which is the same with Vern. They don't, they don't appreciate people named Vern's attitude. I'm piggybacking. Now I'm piggybacking off Nick. They don't appreciate their attitude. They're in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you're I'm just saying right exactly now. what Nick said. You had your own nope, original nope, story, nope, and then you just went I'm still to going. I'm saying right now, this Mad Dog 2020, uh, I, have, I haven't I have sipped it since the review, and I'm afraid to sip it anymore because it's getting me pretty hard. But okay. Fernal, it is when you are low, strung, high energy, completely opposite of what Nick said. I'm going opposite. Wow. You're high energy. Okay. I got fucking no idea. All right, so I will say you were a lot closer when you had the whole fern thing in there because vernal is relating to or happening in the spring or fresh. Dang. 
I should have kept going with it. So there is zero points that have been You're rewarded just right this week. In the middle of summer. I knew I knew <laughs> that was coming out. Up. I knew that was coming out. I was like, well, spring is in the middle of two other seasons, but every yeah, season but in the middle of two season, other seasons. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up episode 58 of Booze and Banter. Again, we reviewed Mullet Power IPA from Junkyard Brewing Company. We reviewed Blushing Monk Belgian Ale from Founders Brewing Company. Uh, Mad Dog 2020 Spiked Punch, the Sweet Blue Raspberry variety. And if you want to get drunk in four sips, pick that up. And then from Oliphant Brewing, we had the Oliphant Hefeweizen. What do we need to hear? Everybody. You go out to the liquor store, you see Samuel Adams, you put that down. Because fuck Samuel Adams. And some words of wisdom from Baca Jabrizi. Uh, this one's dedicated to my man, Mr. Lawrence, over here in his conversation with um, the Moorhead Public Service lady for <laughs> the bill today. Um, sir, don't raise your voice. Improve your argument. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, With that, Fern, have a good night.